The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Uh-oh, is it not recording? Oh, it is. I don't know. I'm tired and hungry. I'm a little stressed out. It's nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Technically ten. My boy just tired and hungry and a little bit stressed out. He wants that burrito. Maybe we'll talk about some video game accessories and comic books and movies because we are... White. Dudes with opinions. I'm thinking about making oh. lamb burgers. Oh, lamb burgers? Yeah. Mm, some ground good. lamb. I don't know if they'll stick together. Pretty oh, fatty, but. Come yeah. on, get one of them lamb burgers up in. Yeah. Um, some cottage cheese. If it doesn't <laughs> bind very well, just uh, crack an egg in there. Mm. Like in with the meat. Yeah. And then smoosh it all together yeah. and then it'll bind better that was exactly the sound that eggs make when you squeeze them into hamburger that's really fucking impressive <laughs> god damn my man's got fully work I got that got them cooking skills mm. skills it's to pay the bills Z's. fucking gangstar up in here we're we talking about this episode I want to talk about I my blew new... my load on Mario Kart last episode so someone's got to carry the load here I... <laughs> Giggity. Um, Giggity. So I have a white guy opinion on these new Hori Sportpad Pros. Let's hear it. All right. So if you didn't follow it, so Hori announced uh, at XCD3 the Split Pad Pro for Nintendo Switch. And basically what it is, is a human adult-sized controller that docks onto the side of your Switch to be used, right? Nick was pretty excited about it. It's pretty dope. So I bought just too much sense. Too much sense. (laughs) Yeah, right? You know? I I don't disagree. You know, and and like things, you got to see both sides. And so it does have pros and cons. So, first of all, we ordered. I ordered two sets. One set for me, one set for Anna, right? Because both of us are adult-sized people with adult-sized hands, and we right. thought this will be nice. Right. So, baby hands. So, if you have baby hands, no judgment. You don't need these. So, first things first, I thought was really strange, is Hori, it's not actually just a, a product from Hori. It's a limited edition um, Machina. It's not a Deus Ex Machina, but... That tanky game they just released. Um, hold on, let me go. How much do these bad boys cost? Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. And it's for Damon X Machina. So it's a Damon X Machina limited edition Hori Split Pad Pro. Which off do the they jump, not just like, have normals. Th- th- they don't. They actually fucking don't. And I thought that was really yeah. weird because I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about the game. I just like that they're bigger controllers, right? right. So. So here's they only worked with Damon X didn't read the fine print. I yeah. kind of wonder if they didn't want to pay Nintendo for some kind of licensing. And here's a couple reasons. So first of all, there's no rumble. These do not rumble. Okay. Which I don't really care about. Like yeah, whatever. HD Rumble's not it. a big deal, whatever, fuck it, right? But they're also not wireless. So they are strictly only working if you they are clipped and docked to the Nintendo Switch. Interesting. But they, when I looked at them, though, they didn't really look like the type of controller that you'd want to undock because they didn't look no. like you'd want to flip it on the side and use it as a single controller anyway. Co- correct. But it was not about that. For me, it was like I was kind of hoping they would come with like a connector piece in the middle so I could just hold like, like, oh. like, and hold it. It looks like a jewel. You just yeah. pop them on and it's just a regular I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. So, so essentially, you cannot use these controllers. Undocked. Uh, yeah, you cannot use these controllers if your Switch 
proper is docked and you're playing on your TV. Correct. You need to buy the Hori wired controller, which is their version of the pro controller, but it is like $35 cheaper. Okay. So but I mean, is that that big of a deal mm, for someone like you that's already got pro controllers? I don't have pro controllers. Oh, well, but, like, but, or, okay, but, but, yeah, yeah, but people but, uh, do. Like yeah, yeah. Nick and no, and I don't think it is. Lucas like, and... I'm just kind of listing the things that I thought were interesting okay. about it. That you yeah, no, no, that's right? fair. I was just. So that's the first thing. Like, you have to be docked. It is weird. It is weird. But I think it's a licensing thing because there's no rumble. There's no that. And then um, I was kind of messing with my controller settings while I was in um, um, out of the country uh, one night. I was kind of playing with some stuff. And what I noticed is when you go to reset your controller connections, right, you hold L and R. And then in the little thing, it pops up your mapping, right? And usually yeah. it's like, oh, so if you're playing docked, it'll go, oh, your left and right Joy-Cons on the side. Boop, boop. Yeah. So with the Split Pad Pro, it only registers your left one as if it's a tilted, as if it's an undocked controller held sideways. But both buttons and everything work. So I don't know how they've done it, but it's treating it as if it's one single Joy-Con. So is it almost docked. like because is it almost like they they don't have like the proprietary something. technology to do like some of this like the rumble, the wireless connection, and the two docks? Maybe, but like, what's weird, weird? What's weird though is when you get the box, I actually have it. It literally looks like a Nintendo branded piece of hardware. Like it's got it's got the white and red box that all the other Nintendo products come in. It says Nintendo Switch across the top. So like. It's clear, like, it's not like they're like low jacking this and doing it without Nintendo's permission. It's just the way it functions seems kind of odd. So, those are like, I guess. It almost, like, for lack of a better term, it, the way it functions almost sounds shady. Right. Like, you know it's what just, I mean? It's like, 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 it's those... a, like, it's a black market product. Right. Like, I just yeah. bought, like, but at the same time, it's really fucking good. Right. And it's yeah. worth, like, every penny. So, you like, just got, like, the Belkin. Controllers. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But like Hori makes really good products. So that I thought was really weird, but that probably also explains why it can't be used wirelessly, right? My right. guess is because it doesn't have any wireless stuff in it at all. My guess is when you dock it to the left, that's just how their software set it up, right? Because it can detect through the switch, I'm sure, and do the thing. But anyway, that being said, it is really good. Um, I love having normal ass sized buttons on my switch. I like it has um extra triggers um for your hands. So you can yeah, so you can milk fondle a cow, things fondle and... things. I, I don't know how to describe it like verbally for people. Basically, like on the grips, there's two triggers you can yeah. squeeze. Basically, it's like, which triggers. is like if you were to order like a uh, specialist controller yeah, on right. PlayStation or an Xbox. Got it. Yep, they have those D-pad. faster trigger reactions. Yeah, yeah. D pads feel great. Um, the analog sticks are great. Um, it feels comfortable to hold, even with the size. Um, it is interesting because the controllers are thick, right? Like, they're a normal controller thickness, and your Switch screen isn't any thicker. So, it actually, like, your screen is sitting back in the controllers. It looks like it's, like, eating. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, I, I really like it. It's actually my preferred way to play at this point. Um, and I've even jumped back and forth between both. And I would say, like, if you're just playing, like, a fun casual game, like, the, the normal Joy-Cons are totally sweet. But for, like, skill-based games, you need, like, faster reactions. It is nice to have, like, the space where my hands don't feel like they're moving yeah. in small areas. Yeah. I can't play um, Ultimate Alliance. on. I'm on my TV yeah, every yeah. time. I cannot do that. And I feel like I feel like you would Ultimate Alliance would be okay on this because it feels really good. Yeah. So, overall, like, for 50 bucks, I think if you have a concern with the size of the Joy-Cons, this is an awesome, awesome purchase. However, it's only an awesome purchase if you're if you only play in portable mode, right? And that's the one thing I have about it is like the more I play with it, the more I'm like, okay, but I already have a portable monitor that I use for like when I travel for fighting games, mm-hmm. which takes up almost no space to pack. Adding a dock to that is not much more. Right. So realistically, I could have also just spent thirty bucks and bought a wired like pro controller from them. Yeah. And I would have the same solution. 
And then on, if I was playing in portable mode, I would just use a Joy-Con, right? So I think it's all about like your comfort and choices, but See, that is me, the one drawback like, for the $50 price point. Like for 50 bucks, I feel like maybe it should have been usable wirelessly. See, and I play my Switch 85% of the time in portable mode. Same, same. So like the more totally you talk same. about this, yeah. like I'm like, oh shit, like I need to get me a pair of these. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because like my Switch is docked like when I'm putting on Just Dance or like a yep. party game or yep. something like that when people are over, like my kids want to play it or something yeah. like that. But other than that, like I'm usually playing it in portable mode and, and i don't know why i prefer playing it that way maybe i'm just lazy and i don't want to get up and actually dock my switch but. I, I think it's i mean for me it's because i don't like when i'm in portable mode i'm not necessarily committing to like four hours of game time right exactly. like i'm playing for like an hour and if i need to hit home and put it down and go do something and come exactly. back or i can just carry it with me so i'm with you i'm the same use case yeah. i so for me i think this 50 dollars is a really really great value yeah but i would argue that like I don't think the manufacturing cost of this controller for Hori was more than like ten bucks. Right. So maybe they could spend a little bit of that margin and give us some more features. And I almost and um, I wonder too if it's the fifty dollar price point because it's especially branded for that game. Like you know how like special right. edition controllers but it's are like the, ten bucks more. But or it's the only model they released. Well, right. I know, but like maybe so maybe just a plain model is going to come out for forty or something. Sure. Like and, and like let's be real, it's a it's a Damon X Machina, and I'll show you guys in person too. But I'm looking at the photo. So like the only thing that makes it X Machina is that the uh, so the, you've got the, the X, X button has the Damon X Machina yeah. logo instead of an X. That's the only fucking thing. <laughs> oh, and the thumbsticks are red instead of black. Oh. Like, oh, it's shit. not like this is a magically skinned thing. Well, and also, like, red and black is still inherently Nintendo colors. So. Right. Um, it does have a turbo button and, like, macros where you can assign buttons to do different stuff. Um, cool. I don't ever use that in fucking games, so I never will. But I'm sure people will get joy out of having a turbo button. I still think it's weird that turbo buttons are a thing. Like I thought that was yeah. like a very like 1990s I ideal. Thought that was like a Super Nintendo. Yeah, but like... this has a turbo button if you want to use it. I don't fucking care. Huh. But anyway, for fifty bucks, I think it was really good. Um, again, like my only confusion is like I don't understand why it's a limited edition day Damon X Machina and nothing else and nothing else. <laughs> like because I think this would sell just as a fucking controller by itself. Um, um, and then the other thing about it that is kind of a hassle is it does not fit in any of my carrying cases with them docked, right? With them clipped on because of the size. So like I have, I got the Diablo edition switch right? and I can't put this in my switch carrying case with the controllers. Right. So anytime I was like going somewhere, I would have to take them off, throw them in a separate pocket on my backpack, put my Joy-Cons back on, slide it in the carrying case, drop it in, throw these in, go. And then like on the airplane, I'm like, oh, I want to play, but I want to use my normal controllers. So I had to pull it out, pull it out, flip that. So like, it do you think was... it's, do you think it's co-branded because maybe the game makers chipped in some money for Dip production? Death. Quite possible. Uh, it could be that. It could be and that. That's like, the reason why it's the only thing. Like, that like that the very only well. Version out there. And maybe Hori wanted to test the waters with it. And they were like, we'll test it with you. And see yeah, like we don't want to be on the hook for the entire funding of this. Yeah. If it doesn't work out. But yeah. I, and I hope like they release more because again, like I actually really like Hori's products. Like their fight sticks are amazing. Yeah. And so, and they really went from the opposite side, right? If like if y'all remember back in the, really I think the Xbox days were really when it started, right? You had like PDP, you had Pelican, which became PDP. You've got Hori, and then you had like the shitty GameStop brands and all these yeah. and Mad Cats even. Yeah. And they weren't known for making quality third party accessories. Right. They were making shitty third party accessories that were cheaper than the first party. Exactly. And I feel like Hori is the opposite of that. Like they, and I think really fight sticks are what took them away from that is they went from making that type of stuff to making actually really good third party accessories. Right. And like this controller feels amazing. It plays well. It's responsive. And I, I feel the same way about their fight sticks. Oh yeah. And there's so. no rule that a yeah. third part, if you're a third party, like 
if you're creating third party stuff for consoles, it doesn't mean you, like you don't have to be a bargain brand. Right. You, like, you can be yeah. like a, a premier brand. Well, and know, especially like, with the Nintendo Switch, right? Like, yeah. I mean, a $35, $40 wired quote unquote pro controller, that's still half the price of a wireless pro controller, right? And yeah. so I'm sure Hori could do a wireless one for 50, 60. Yeah. And that's, and that's the reason, like the main yeah. reason I don't have a wireless pro controller is the fucking price point for it. Yeah. It's like, yep. God. And, and, and especially where I play my switch in yep. mobile mode anyway, most mm-hmm. of the time, like I don't have enough of a justification to drop yep. that kind of money on it. So yeah, I, I, anyway, I think we spent like 20 minutes talking about the same, but it's, it's <laughs> worth it. Like it's, it's, ab- I think it's absolutely worth it if you play in dock or portable mode a lot. Super. Up. It's made gaming more exciting for out. me. It's made a lot of the Metroidvanias I've been playing lately like easier. Um, like the execution barrier has definitely gone down because my fingers aren't fumbling over each other. Right. So yeah, it was. I, I think it was a good buy. It was, nice. I'm really glad about it. I think y'all should. Um, to kind of wrap up, if we wanted, I could talk about uh, Carnival Row. Yeah. Um, I also started watching it. All right. all right. Good. Yeah. So let's hear some counterpoints. All right. Let's go. So uh, I'm. Uh, I think we're four episodes into okay. it. Okay. Um, and so. It's one of those things like, so Amazon Prime has always been a streaming service that we just had because we use the shipping. Yep. yep. Same, same here. <laughs> and so like, but that being said, I'm actually like pretty thrilled about the Amazon yeah. Prime original content so, that they've been putting out. Just in case this is your first time listening to us, I was the only one that had watched Carnival Row three episodes ago. Okay. Um, I don't know if you were here for that recording. I think you were gone. I was gone. So we talked about it. Okay. And I was the only one that had watched so it. So now we can talk about yeah. it because all three and of us. I gave it. it a glowing review. I actually really, really liked it. So yes. So that that's the TLDRs. I actually really dug it, even though the critics like hated it. But yeah, I thought but it was actually pretty dope. I didn't see any hate. I saw a lot of lukewarm. Like, yeah. like you know, like if if they were giving if it was out of five stars, they were giving it like three. If it yeah. was out of ten stars, they're giving it like Fuck, six or yeah. seven. So, you know. Um so I'm four episodes in. Okay. Um, uh, I think uh, like so they did the the episode where you got kind of get the whole story of Philo and Vignette. Like yeah, their, yeah. Their like backstory. he's over in the I can't remember what they called her her world, uh, the, the Feyland. Yeah, whatever, where and the then live. and then so we're the we watched the episode after that as well, and okay. so that's kind of where we're at in it. Um, so I, I enjoyed the boys on Amazon yeah, Prime. The boys right, was great. Um, I still want to watch Jack Ryan. I haven't gotten around to it, but I've heard that's really good. I haven't watched it. So my point is, is like Amazon Prime, even though like their streaming service isn't great as far as like outs, like just the content that they inherently offer, the originals that they're starting to put out are fantastic. Yeah, and they're uh, fantastic. Goliath, they're... have you watched that? With I have Bob Thornton. That is heard that's awesome phenomenal. Too. Yeah, and, I really recommend that. Yeah. But um, so I kept seeing the previews for Carnival Row and a couple things like uh, I like Orlando Bloom and I like uh, Cara. Delavine, or I can't, re- yeah, I, I yeah. can't remember how to say her last name. I like, I like them because of her astounding performance in Valeria. I actually Valerian. really enjoyed her in Valeria, and I enjoy that movie. Yeah, well, I don't know why. Is Valerian, I think... is Valerian? That's the one with the dragons and like the dog on horse skates, right? No, 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 that's that's Jupiter ascending. I fucking love that. This movie is too. with I Rihanna as a shapeshifter. Yeah. What? I would love that. It's it's a it's, uh, exactly. it's the like spiritual. It's a it's a French comic book adapted from the fifth element. It's the same guy who did Fifth Element. Oh yeah, I'd love it. And it's the same director who did the Fifth Element too. Like I loved it. And apparently I'm like the movie's number one fan because I've never met anyone else that loves it as much as I do. So 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 (laughs) sorry, but anyway, so I kept seeing the previews for this. Now now to kind of preface this, like fantasy is not like my top genre, right? I'm very much a sci-fi guy. But like I always enjoy for, so there's two things. There's two things that this piqued my interest with. I love alternate history. Yep. Like I love when it's like, oh, this is set in actual Victorian times, but if we had found a land where like fairies and lichens and sort all those of, things but I feel like there's exist. more to it too because like the Berg 
we don't like really know what the berg is. Like so it could just be a British island. Well, so and I think the berg is like exists like how Gotham City exists in the real world. I where, where it's like unspecified, but it's like it's like if you took part of the UK and like you carved off a coastal section yeah. of it and said because of this alternate timeline, they established this city of Berg that normally this other city would be. That's fair. That's right? fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I take it. Um, so I like I like the kind of like the alternate takes on history. You know, like Abraham Lincoln vampires. Right. Oh, that movie's so good. Fucking like I love like just goofy shit like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. so something like that. And then also I enjoy uh, taking things like fairies that are like inherently. as far as like my exposure to them have been historically like, you know, kids things and taking it into an adult concept, you know, and, and like, I mean the opening scene of episode one, I was like, what's with this fucking barbed wire? It's like, Oh Oh. shit. So the fairies can't fucking fly away and they have to run from these people with guns and like, yeah, fairies like from the packs, dude. Yeah. Yeah, From the pact and everything like that. And so like, I mean, and you just start like fairies just getting shot in the fucking head, like saving private Ryan style, like right out of the gate. And I was like, all right, I'm pretty fucking in. Yeah, I, and I think, you know, for me to, on the fantasy side of things, because like, I, I really like fantasy. Yeah. Like, I am, little little did I know when I went back and played a little bit of Dungeons & Dragons a couple of years ago that that was fully my jam and I'm going to fucking go down this rabbit hole. But I love that they take kind of that progression of the world because there's so much to the world in Carnival World that I want to know about, right? Yeah. Like, I want to know what the pact is and why they do what they do. Like, obviously, there's some kind of werewolf, right? They're liking something. But it's not um, just werewolves. It's not just, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's rogue fairies. It's yeah. humans. It's everybody. Like, it's so like... what what caused them to be in this giant evil empire type thing, basically? Yeah. Um, and so I think there's a lot of that political intrigue as well. Like, I'm actually... Oh, you're not... I can't spoil it for you, so I don't want to say it. But, like, have they introduced um, the neighbor, the really wealthy puck? Yeah. Okay, like... That guy, I want to know his fucking story. He's interesting as shit. Yeah. So there's a lot of really cool stuff that I think is available for the story. Anyway, John, I know you you said you finally watched some too, so I want to hear what you think. Are you just like one episode in? No, no. We're like um, four or five. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like I enjoy watching it. It has a lot of problems. You know? Like I don't know why I keep watching it. Like, all right. So like what are some of the problems that you It's just like it doesn't. It captures my attention just enough just to enough. keep watching, but like, like plot I'm points, not really characters. Like, well, and this so, is, I'm not asking you to justify your opinion. I just no, I'm just no, curious totally. to know, like, so we can like. Talk um, I guess the big thing is like I kind of viewed this whole thing as like a story of forbidden love, okay. right? But then this is a spoiler yeah. for anyone that hasn't watched it. Um, when you find out he's like half Faye already, yeah. like. Who fucking cares at that point? Like it's kind of taking me out of it. Maybe just I'm just wait, not just there wait, yet. Just yeah, wait. I, yeah. I think I think you're not quite there because it gets into some stuff where he doesn't really belong to either world because he is half. Yeah. You know? Well, and and there's some really great stuff closer to the end that you're all are not that. Yeah, I'm excited. There's some forbidden love stuff. It's pretty dope. And there, anyway, go on. So, yeah, like I so I I'm enjoying like the characters, the plot points. Like I, I I'm I'm actually kind of counter to what you said i'm actually way more into it than i thought i'd be like i thought this would just be something that like i'd be half interested in watching like kind of watching the background while i was also playing my switch on the couch or something you Mm -hmm. know but like i'm into it and tiff's into it like it's actually a show that we're watching together now because like i got she actually sat down randomly enough like she sat down and watched the second episode with me and was like asking questions and i was kind of explaining it to her and i was like well hey how about we just watch this together so you know just watch the second episode with me because you know, I, I'll just kind of explain everything that happened in the first episode, but then like, 
you can go back and watch the first episode on your own and then we'll watch episode start nice. watching with episode three together so we did that and she's really enjoying it too um at what level I, I couldn't tell you but i mean she definitely makes it a point to sit down and watch it with me and like if i were to watch it without her i would be in trouble right right so she cares enough about it um something that i do like about it too and i think like fantasy can like fantasy shows especially can get really mired down in this is i like how focused they're keeping it so like as of right now in this world right we know we know that there are werewolves yep humans yep fairies yep and pucks which are a blend of fairies and humans yep that's it yep so like i i dig that because we're not seeing like vampires vampires and, dragons yeah. tieflings. Uh, but like, like we've we, seen we could centaurs oh yeah there's centaurs. The, little, centaurs. the little thing that's running around yeah there's like hints uh, oh, of yeah, other um, things. Yeah, couples. like there's clearly yeah, like a whole but, a fantasy realm and an earth realm or a human yeah, realm. Yeah. You know, but they're, I like that they're not just being like fantasy, 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 fantasy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're keeping it very focused on this group of stories, which I think makes me want to know a ton about the fairy, about the fairy culture. It makes me want to know about the pact. And then you know, two seasons from now, if they're like, oh, now we're gonna talk in length at length about kobolds and tieflings or whatever well, the fuck they, else they we bring left out. the door open. Yeah, that was episode I believe three where the flashback episode no but she's basically like you didn't know phase existed yeah. until three years ago which is like yeah we have this whole it was seven, it was seven years ago seven, seven years ago yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and so and that's the interesting thing too is like there's a lot of like politicking in this show that's like oh, super good. interesting first off like there's that parliament guy like that actor oh fucking love he's, him i can't remember his name that's so good uh god damn it. i can't remember he's like it, it, he was in chernobyl like he's in like yeah. so much stuff and he's like one of those actors that i don't really like know him but like he when he pops up into stuff i was like oh jared harris or something like yeah, that yeah 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 um has he because he's the son of the prime minister guy right no or... no no no. he's the he's the old he's the prime oh minister he is the guy. prime minister guy yeah. and his wife is the the lady from game of thrones yeah. the sand snake lady or whatever where's his uh what's his son up to right now his son uh, just got back from being kidnapped. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, right, that's what I wanted. That, hard quotes. That whole thing is dope. Just yeah. wait. Just wait. So I'm excited to see where that goes. But the the politics of the world, like, and they may, may, it sounds like they may not build on it in season one, but like how essentially humans like seven or eight years ago discovered this fairyland. Mm -hmm. And if we do what we do. We go over there to like milk it of resources. Right. right? And then... Uh, so then war on the fairy island breaks out between humans, you know, on the fairy island. I think so. Yeah. Is yeah. What is like, so this is like my understanding of the right, history, right? right? right. So, like, so essentially like, you know, different countries are at war on that island over the resources from the fairy island. And like a group of hu like humans are fighting with the fairies to like help protect them right. and fight off the other humans. But then what ends up happening is all the humans are just like, ah, fuck off. Like, you know, like, and then, but the fairies have been weakened so much that this other group, the Pact, who has always existed on the island, my right. understanding, uh, that allows them an opening to come in and start taking shit over. And that's what ultimately ends up and happening and causes, like, the humans to just desert the island. And that's why the Fae, like, aren't really fans of the humans because they came in, fucked stuff up, and then just left. Yep. Like we do. Yeah. And, and then, like, there's an interesting thing. Like, fairies have been around for thousands of years longer than right. humans have been like humans are like the baby species of of the planet it turns out you know and, and there's there's some cool magic stuff they haven't touched on yet like Ooh, some neat good. little like necromancy magic shit anyway i i'm yeah, glad i'm starting the, to get into that yeah like, i'm yeah. glad i'm not the only one that thought it was like a good show because i just remember a lot of people being like shrug it's it's not great and like a lot of people being like lando bloom is shit and this whole thing see and i think he's great in it and like yeah, and to be honest fine. with you like 
I don't think I've seen anything Orlando Bloom's done since Lord of the Rings. I know he's done stuff, uh, but I, I don't think I you. saw anything. And so for like, I think him playing like this hardened, you know, uh, detective, detective, yeah. like PI that, you know, is a veteran of a war. Um, like, I think he does a great job. He's great. She's the best I've ever seen her. She's really I think good. it's because she's not having to do an American accent. Yeah. Mm. Um, granted, she's doing kind of Irish almost. Yeah. yeah like, like I, I think it's supposed English. to be. I think it's supposed to be kind of like a fairy accent. Yeah. You know, it's like an amalgamation of English, but and like Irish far and closer to her actual, something she's familiar. Yeah. With. Her yeah. native accent. Yeah. Totally. So that's great. always what. And I've never seen her in anything else besides. Valerian. I haven't either. She was in. Uh, yeah. Yes, you have. Have I? It was called Suicide Squad, and it was not good. I uh, made it through 25 minutes of that movie and then shut it off. I saw that. Oh, so oh. she didn't come in before I that. I saw that whole movie. She is the main villain of the movie. Oh, um, she's the witch? She's the witch. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, and the witch's counterpart, the okay. nerdy scientist. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember anything about that movie. Um, I hated it so much I shut it off, which it is not fine. something I normally do. Um, but yeah, so like, I'm really enjoying it. I hope that enough people are watching it that we do get at least a second season. Like I, it sucks when these shows kind of get off to a start and I'm curious and want to know more about it. Like, even if they can only do one more season, at least give it a proper beginning, middle and end to it. So it kind of makes me nervous getting into a show like this. That's not really getting a lot of critical like clout because Right. I don't like it when things that I like get canceled. Me either. Like without at least without a proper ending. Like it, I get it. I get it that it's a business, but it give it an opportunity to to end. Carnival. Carnival fucking ball. You ever watch Carnival? Nope. HBO? Nope. So great. And then just you just get stop. to like the war of good and evil and it it ends. Ugh. No closure. They like cancel. So it doesn't end. It just cancels. Cancels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shitty. But yeah, Carnivore, I would I would encourage anyone who likes any of the things we discuss, like, uh, you know, uh, fantasy, um, historic, like Victorian era. Like it, it very much takes like, like it's, I was it's describing it to our mutual friend, Vivi. I was like, it takes fantasy and like Victorian era period yep. pieces and just meshes them together really, yep. really well. You know what it kind of reminds me of is a fantasy version of Penny Dreadful. Because Penny Dreadful wasn't Penny Dreadful kind of already fantasy. Didn't yeah, it? but no, it's so like dark. It's like horror. Though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. Penny Dreadful does that, but instead of having like another land, this is just it's... like fantasy, fantasy. Yeah, and okay. Penny Dreadful was like Victorian England merged with just horror, right? So okay. what if? Because Penny, so there were there little there were little pamphlets called Penny Dreadfuls uh-huh. that were literally just little horror stories, and that's where a lot of horror in Britain came from years and years ago. Right. So the idea of Penny Dreadful is like, what if they were actual things? Okay. And then it's so it, this is kind of like the non-horror fantasy version of that which okay. I really dug so anyway yeah it's great uh, definitely adult concepts anyone who's got a fairy fetish is gonna be super oh my, excited gonna about so hard yeah you're you super excited about, about episode about three I had to clean my ceiling while you're <laughs> yeah. having sex there yeah. you go do you know how hard it is to get Jews off the ceiling <laughs> I, I, I don't know but I imagine <laughs> yeah. like Having your wings touch is probably not a pleasant experience. I imagine they're kind of fragile. The man. funny thing is, like during that scene, I thought the exact same thing. I was yeah. like, "That can't be that." That reminds me, of, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't. I don't even know what to compare it and to. And so yeah. much work, like to wrap your legs around someone and then lift, lift them, them up, up by your wings, which, yeah. like, you're not flying super fast. I see them flying. It's like they yeah. can barely do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you're like a full grown man yeah. between your legs. 
and you're gonna just like float them up in the air. Yeah, you're right. This show's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even take into account fairy sex physics, motherfuckers. But yeah, I would say check it out. It's definitely worth a watch if you're if you're into like fantasy and and that kind of stuff. So check it out. So I can have another season. Do it. Bitches. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.